Section four of Birds, Volume two, number six, December eighteen ninety seven. Recorded for LibriVox.org by Kevin S. The English Sparrow. The English Sparrow was first introduced into the United States at Brooklyn, New York, in the years eighteen fifty one and eighteen fifty two. The trees in our parks were at that time infested with a canker worm, which wrought them great injury and to rid the trees of these worms was the mission of the english sparrow in his native country this bird though of a seed-eating family finch was a great insect eater the few which were brought over performed at first the duty required of them they devoured the worms and stayed near the cities with the change of climate however came a change in their taste for insects they made their home in the country as well as the cities and became seed and vegetable eaters devouring the young buds on vines and trees grass seed oats rye and other grains their services in insect killing are still not to be despised a single pair of these sparrows under observation an entire day were seen to convey to their young no less than forty grubs an hour an average exceeding three thousand in the course of a week moreover even in the autumn he does not confine himself to grain but feeds on various seeds such as the dandelion the sow thistle and the groundsel all of which plants are classed as weeds it has been known also to chase and devour the common white butterfly whose caterpillars make havoc among the garden plants the good he may accomplish in this direction however is nullified to the lovers of the beautiful by the war he constantly wages upon our songbirds destroying their young and substituting his unattractive looks and inharmonious chirps for their beautiful plumage and soul-inspiring songs mrs olive thorne miller in bird's ways gives a fascinating picture of the wooing of a pair of sparrows in a maple tree within sight of her city window their setting up housekeeping domestic quarrel separation and the bringing home immediately after of a new bride by the cock sparrow she knows him to be a domestic tyrant a bully in fact self-willed and violent holding out whatever the cause of the disagreement till he gets his own will that the voices of the females are less harsh than the males the chatter among themselves being quite soft as is their baby talk to the young brood that they delight in the mob we all know whether a domestic skirmish or danger to a nest how they will all congregate chirping pecking scolding and often fighting in a fierce yet amusing way one cannot read these chapters of mrs miller's without agreeing with whittier then smiling to myself i said how like are men and birds although a hardy bird braving the snow and frost of winter it likes a warm bed to which it may retire after the toils of the day to this end its resting place as well as its nest is always stuffed with downy feathers tramp hoodlum gammon rat of the air notwithstanding these more or less deserved names however one cannot view a number of homeless sparrows presumably the last brood seeking shelter in any corner or crevice from a winter storm without a feeling of deep compassion the supports of a porch last winter made a cold roosting place for three such wanderers within sight of our study window and never did we behold them mid a storm of sleet and rain huddled down in their cold ill-protected beds without resolving another winter should see a home prepared for them end of section four this recording is in the public domain